and welcome. I'm Lawrence Moffat. Today I'm going to be speaking to the proprietor of UK Resort Exchange to discuss the aspects of timeshare today and the future of timeshare tomorrow. Anne Blythe is an expert in business and also a well-known figure within the timeshare industry. And we will also be joined by Peter Goddard, a former AGM representative and an owner of timeshare at the Loch Rannick Country Club. My name is Anne Blythe, proprietor of UK Resort Exchange. What has been happening and what I've become very aware of when we're doing, doing these exchanges every day for people is how old Market has become. What I mean by that is many people have become very aged. Many people are now paying annual maintenance fees and can't use the weeks at all. This has actually proved it to be a very negative road to go down because what we're finding now is that there are certain resorts who will take back weeks but only very slowly. And the main people I'm talking about are those that own in perpetuity. And this is where you can own your week forever and ever and ever. And you're not really the only way you can get rid of it is by selling it but that is no longer the case it's not easy to sell these weeks now because they have become more worthless these poor unfortunate owners are actually paying out substantial amounts of money for an annual maintenance fee so they're well out of pocket but they don't get the use of it either so all the main benefits that was there many many years ago has become useless and to make matters worse they, the only way they can if they can't sell it the only other way they can get rid of it is if they die and that's very unfortunate because their family will inherit it and it becomes a noose around their neck and that's something that when people leave this earth they don't want to be putting a noose around their family's neck. We need to change that. We need to change all these negatives and we need now to resorts to open up their eyes, open up their minds and look to see how we can help. The, what I did tell you about the very first resort, Loch Rannick, that's many, many 40, 40, 50, coming up 50 years old now. That's one who has probably got the oldest ownership base there. There's some of them will be in their 90s now. That would be a typical instance if this new EU regulation came in. That resort would suffer very, very, very badly because I would say at least half of the owners would walk away. What we've got to find to do is to find a solution of how to release these people with an exit programme that's suitable to them and at the same time be able to resource new owners, possibly of a younger, obviously of a much younger age, where it's going to be far more affordable, it's going to prove value for money for them to, to come in and, and, and do this sort of holiday. And the first thing I'd get rid of is the perpetuity clause. In the main, UK is a diamond in the crown of timeshare. It's so desirable, the whole world wants to come to you. UK, there's timeshare owners by the thousands throughout the world, but the UK will always be high on their list. In fact, some countries, Australian countries, they're on an eight-year waiting list to get into the UK. If you have a UK week, it's a real diamond in the crown, and I hope it always stays that way. Well, perpetuity for a lot of people is a very worrying thing, purely because of the implications of it carrying on through generations possibly. On the other hand, if perpetuity were not there, then the question rises that what happens to timeshares? Because if we had a situation where the perpetuity law came into force and one could just walk away, then the question is what happens to a timeshare? It's a worrying aspect. I feel that if one is able to walk away from a timeshare, the problem arises that what do they do with those weeks that aren't being used and there's no income? The problem then rises, what happens to the whole development? Does it become a ghost town? Is it sold off to private use? That's a real worrying situation. I cannot see a middle ground solution here. 
Again, this to a great degree depends on the perpetuity situation. Several timeshares are now introducing short-term timeshares, so five, ten years. Again, this is a short-term solution. So if we had, let's say, a lot of people taking up five-year options, what happens in five years? How they need a very good marketing team to try and remarket those empty units, otherwise it does simply becomes ghost town. So I, for me myself, it's a concern. What would I do with my timeshares? Would I continue to go to a place that's maybe getting run down because the income is not enough to maintain the whole development? So there is a great problem here as to the middle ground. Where do we find middle ground? to keep the place maintained? Is it a professional marketing company to ensure that we the timeshare carries on? I personally feel that timeshares are a dying business. I would like to thank our guest speakers today, Anne Blythe and Peter Goddard, for taking the time to participate in this podcast. Thank you for listening. I've been Lawrence Moffat.